Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, Ozzy is more beautiful by the day, Bull's not on parade, and we're really hungry for some distortion. We have Brando from Appetite for Distortion Podcast this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, the guys more depressing than a cold November rain, Matt and Dave. Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Dave. And welcome to the pod, everybody. Episode 83. Wow, three. We're getting there. Three. We're getting there. Almost we're, to hundred. We're like quickly approaching that hundred. What are we gonna do for the hundredth, Dave? Well, we're talking about I don't that know. Later. We'll have to have, have to do something kind of special. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk about that. We'll I have that might be a Nashville guys. trip. In that the could be a Nashville episode. trip. Yep. Anyway, anyway. So uh, thank you to all our loyal listeners. We appreciate you guys each and every week. As we say each and every week, uh, keep checking us out where you check us out. Uh, any one of these platforms, wherever you're listening, please make sure to uh, hit that follow, subscribe, whatever the button's going to be. Um, leave us a review because that really helps us out. And um, find us on all our socials at Guitar Dads Podcast on Instagram, our private Facebook group. You can find us over there. No questions asked. We'll let you in. And uh, also on Twitter. So, yeah. So Matt, we have a we have a special guest this week. We have another interview, back to back weeks of interviews this week. It's been, yeah, we're like uh, we're interviewing it up. It's awesome. Yeah. Love it. So we got um we have the host of the Appetite for Distortion podcast. Uh, Brando is here. So let me uh, let me tell you guys about Brando real quick, and then we'll bring him in. Um, Brando's been the host of the uh, Appetite for Distortion podcast since 2016, uh, which is obviously a GNR themed podcast, packed with interviews and all things guns. Um, but Brando's guest list is, uh, over the years is nothing short of amazing. So we're definitely going to talk about a lot of the guests that he's had on the show. Um, we can't wait to get right down to it. So uh, after you listen to uh, this podcast, go check out that podcast. And uh, hey, Brando, thanks for joining the Guitar Dads. Hey, thanks, uh, Dave. Thanks, Matthew. Uh, do you prefer <laughs> Matt or Matthew, by the way? Matt's good. Matt's good. Matt's <laughs> okay, Matthew. Brando's like, we'll, we'll, more professional. We'll, we'll, let, we'll let you guys behind the curtain. Brando's looking at our names on... Um, on 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 the zoom that we use here um so that's right that's what's we were going discussing on. off the air if you know brandon or brando but brando's fine and matt Love it. not david dave so matt and dave so yeah, we go by matt and dave matt and dave this is the guitar dads that's, that's right us. that's us that's us here we well, are thanks, man we appreciate you joining us thank you who was the first interview by the way um the first the interview first we did you did. You said I'm the second interview. Oh no no this. Oh is no the- no this is set back to back weeks that we've done interviews. Oh okay. And, uh, so we've had a we've had a number of interviews on the show, but this is the um actually this is a back to back to back weeks we've had interview. We don't we don't do interviews every single week. Oh uh, I but see. We, but we've been, yeah. we've been getting a lot more recently, and this I think this is like a third consecutive week with interviews. If I'm not a mistaken. lot of it, a lot of it, Brenda, was just us kind of goofing off on the podcast. You know, we yeah. talk news we get into topics about the music world and about the guitar world. And, um, and, but, but we, you know, we've recently really gotten into having, have, having people on, having interviews and we interview all kinds of different people, other podcasters. We had, we had a, a podcaster on last week. It probably has one of the most, most popular, um, I guess, I guess it's guitar podcast that he's, it's an interview podcast, but it's, it's, it's kind of focused around guitar. So yeah, he was okay. on last week. Um, we have we have artists on. We've had bands on. We 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 love it. So 
We don't oh, forgive me. And see, I, I can't even turn it off. I'm so used to interviewing other people. <laughs> That's okay. You can interview us. For me too, to fine. be interviewed, it's just so, I'm like uncomfortable just to sit here like, oh my, what are they going to ask me? Oh, we're going to, we're going to ask you some, we're going oh, to go ones. deep. We're going to ask you some tough oh, ones, Brando. Great. I'm <laughs> ready. He's ready for it. But, um, but Dave, what do you want to do before we get into it with Brando? Let's- well, let's get. Uh, wait, you want you want to get right into uh, news and notes real quick? Yeah, and, go through uh, the we'll, news and notes. We'll get Brando. It was kind of. We had some interesting things this week. Some interesting uh, music uh, notes to talk about. Yeah. Um. So it turns out uh, any fans of Rage Against the Machine are going to be upset by this, but Rage has decided to put their 2023 tour dates on hold because uh, if you're a fan, you know that Zach De La Roca tore his Achilles yes. tendon. I think like a couple shows into the tour, he did. Right, and he kind of just like you know pushed it out and 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 try to do it and and he's just he's got to let it rehab and he said just to be fair to the tour and the fans and everything else he's just going to kind of let it go and um make sure his his uh his achilles is in good shape so So this uh, is interesting right because this is so uh brando i know that you say in your podcast description that it's a six degrees of guns bacon right so this is almost like a something related because this this happened to uh, axel Yep. At, uh, at the beginning of the Guns N' Roses tour, and he did it from the Rock and Roll Throne, from the Dave Grohl Rock and Roll Throne. Why doesn't Zach want to do that? He, he's not the type of performer to do that, probably. Sure, um, I was thinking the yeah. same thing going through my head, and yeah, yeah. I know I don't know if it was Axel broke a bone in his foot or his yeah, ankle, something, like that. something similar to Dave. So if you know, I'm not a doctor. Uh, <laughs> I, if, if Zach. <laughs> Or something, and it's not just sitting there. It needs to be re- rehabbed because I believe part of the statement was it's not just about touring; it's about like effectively walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His life. So, right. yeah. there's something medically that needs to be done. Like you can't rehab and tour at the same time. Even if he's just no. sitting there, he would just be like, "All right, he's gonna end up like uh, walking like Ozzy when he gets older." So it, it definitely yeah. it sucks. They came around, I believe, New York already, and too expensive. Uh, oh yeah, like everything, everything else. We should I'm get into a, that. Everything's too expensive. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. only Guns of Ro- it was Guns of Roses and uh, sadly, uh, Foo Fighters. I was going to see. Oh okay, uh, really? Oh okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's it's like. Uh oh, did we lose audio? We just lost your audio for a second, Brando. Oh, we got it back. He's okay. back. He's okay. back. Just go ahead and do it again. I'll just edit it. Uh, that's fine. Well, I don't know why it all of a sudden popped up like that. So, uh, yeah, it's it was expensive. It's too expensive, and I wasn't motivated enough by Run the Jewels. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I believe that's what they're touring with. So, uh, but hopefully Zach gets better, and hopefully tickets are cheaper next time around. So, yeah, yeah no, this yeah. is a it's a, so in my my uh, my non podcasting life, I'm a, a physical therapist, and these are these Achilles tears are, are nasty injuries, and if I don't know whether he's um, I don't know how, what grade a tear it is. I don't know whether he's going to require surgery, but they can linger if they're not surgical. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's going to decide to opt for surgery. I don't know. We don't know what the medical situation Dave, is. Can you call his doctor and find out? I can out call his doctor. Podcast. I'll find out. I'll let you guys I mean, know geez. next week. But either Dave, way, give us, like your this, medical, give us your professional opinion of whether he should be on the throne or well, not. Well, when I, when I read this, I wasn't surprised because I, I was surprised that he kind of gutted it out before. And I was, and so when I read this, I'm like, yeah, he's fine. He's making the right decision here. So very nice. Yeah. Um, oh, well, it's a bummer for Zach, but yeah, you know, like, like uh, Brando said, hopefully he can come back out and, and we'll see. 
All right. So what else we got going on in the news this week? Uh, this is a real funny thing. I just wanted to mention this. Did you know Ozzy Osbourne has put out like a makeup line? What? No. Yeah, so yeah, he's putting out a makeup line. So yeah, yeah, wait, let, 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 let me guess. It's like eye, eye line. Eye makeup and like goth kind of like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. like the, that's where it's all marketed to. Right. So is it, does he do a anyway. nail polish too? Cause he's always had I don't the black know. nail polish. He's got the black nail polish. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to look into that. So if you're interested in that. Air quote, Ozzy put out a line, you know, you right. know, he doesn't care. Oh, he, no, he, no. he he's lucky not, if he no. even knows this is happening. Sharon just is doing exactly. everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great Oz? Are you an Ozzy fan, Brando? I am. I, I like Ozzy. I know he's yep. a, a a character of, of some questionable judgment, but overall, well, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, no, I love I love Sabbath. I love his solo stuff. I've only seen him once. So I, oh, you I, have seen him? Oh, you got to see him. I've never seen him. Yeah, uh, yeah it was two thousand and two, which sounds oh, wow. so, so long. Was he twenty years ago? Guitarist then that it's, must have been. Was he who was who was playing with him? It was probably Zach. Probably, but Back I don't know too. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, probably, but I don't remember well. And it, it seems like a long time ago, but even then, that Ozzy, I guess remember being like, he's just going around the stage, jumping up and down. That's like very regimented. Uh, it is, yeah. He's very that. regimented, but he still sounds pretty good, doesn't he? Would you, His voice you, was never the issue, I felt. If yeah. Anything, an underrated singer. He totally uh, is. Yes. I totally agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, we, I, we always say body. that. Yeah. He sounded good live? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that, um, and I just remember being a fan before the Osbournes when that came yes. out. Yes, uh, and everyone just became an Aussie fan after the fact. Oh and yeah, like, it was no, like, I like, it was I love like this wildfire. crazy. Yeah, so yeah, no, I'm a fan. I'm glad he's better. I guess. And he's yeah, I before. mean, I guess he's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he healed probably pretty quickly from that big surgery, but now he's back out going on tour. I think he's so. another one that it's a miracle he's alive and he's it doing really as is. well as he's doing. It's an absolute miracle. I think. I mean, what I always ask is when Keith, when the world ends and Keith, and it's just Keith Richards and Ozzy Osbourne sitting there. What's, <laughs> what are they going to do? Gonna, You're going to uh, make some cool music. They're going to collaborate. The cockroaches, the only other survives. Right. <laughs> cockroaches, Keith Richards, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, I love that. Right. So good. So. Um, and one more news note. And this is going to transition right into uh, our talk with Brando. Um, so Richard Marks just put out a new album. Uh, I. I think recently, right, Brando? How when did that come out? Oh, I should know the exact date. I guess. Uh, I guess <laughs> when when you put whatever you put this out. Uh, I think it came out the thirtieth of yeah, yeah, like the thirtieth. Okay, so like, like last week. Last yeah. week. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah, okay. And it's a, and it's a rock album, and he's got collabs on it. We're going to talk all about this because you just so had him did- on, but he has collabs on there with Taylor Hawkins, uh, Tommy Lee, Daughtry. Who else is on there? Keith um, Urban. Keith Urban. Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker yeah. Right. Steve Lukather played on some tracks. Steve Lukather, yeah. Yep. The Tommy Lee and the Steve Lukather thing, that was, because uh, I, I know you listened to the episode, that was a 1991 track that he did. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So the only, his current album, because it's just so funny, one of the, other than getting a chance to interview him, because uh, I also have a real radio life, I uh, do something called a radio tour. Oh, so, okay. Where like Richard Marx is promoting his new album, a Songwriter. So it could be a new, uh, it could be like a new person like, you know, like that. Or today, actually, I had to do it for my real job, a former President Obama speechwriter. So I basically would be sitting in the seat, just like you're looking at me right now, uh, connect to somebody on Zoom, just like I'm doing with you right now. Yeah. But either on the phones next to me or on the, the laptop next to me, connect them to radio stations all across the United States. 
while they're doing a book tour or an album tour. Oh, wow. Tour. Wow. So, yeah, that's one of the things uh, I get to do. And sometimes I get to jump on those tours and that's how I get some of my interviews. That's uh, awesome. Oh, that's man. cool. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of alluded to that in the Richard Marks episode you had. And I was like, oh, okay, that's very cool. That's wow. That's that sounds like a cool gig. It's yeah, it's yeah. definitely uh, it, it is cool. The fact that and since COVID, one of the uh, uh, silver linings for me is I get to do it from home. Normally, I would have to I would be in in like a state back uh, in uh, New York City doing it from a studio, but I'm, I'm yeah. which I, I do at times still. But that was such a roundabout way to saying that I know that uh, Richard Marx's album is partially rock. It has like okay. a lot of. Uh, genres on it so i don't want people thinking okay so the tommy lee okay, thing right. so i misunderstood well, that. the tommy lee so the thing, tommy was, thing was not on this album early that was from back i in asked the day. him yeah, yeah i asked him he i asked him um because i'm listening to all those interviews it was a lot of adult contemporary stations yeah asking about his pop uh collaboration yep. and asking about his wife daisy fuentes nobody yeah. was asking about the fact that, that taylor hawkins the late taylor hawkins uh, contributed to that album and there are some I'd hear him saying that there are some kind of rocker songs on there. He's done with his sons. One of them yep. named Brandon. Yep. Yeah. And, I, yep. Yeah. And he started talking about like his rock history, his history of rock radio. And that's when he spoke about that uh, a song in 1991 with Tommy Lee and Steve. Right. Lickenberg right. Of Toto. So, so that's how that happened. So, but, but the, but the Taylor Hawkins thing was on this album. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cause I, yeah. Cause he said like, you know, I was just hanging out with him like a month before yeah. he passed. Yeah. 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 Which is, yeah. Obviously. And I, and I read sad. there was some, I read that this, uh, that, that Daughtry was also on this, Keith Urban, Darius Rucker. Is that, yeah. I believe that, that's, that's, right. that's yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. We're going to have to check yeah. this out. So we, 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 we do a segment on this, on this podcast called Whatever Happened to. And we pick up like, we, we've been focusing on these like late 90s, early 2000 bands, okay. like the kind of, cr- post grunge like we just did a couple weeks ago we did um collective soul you know it turns out collective soul is killing it right so they are i've interviewed dave bushner oh you uh, have okay yeah we should talk about that but um but like richard marks like that comes out of left field that he's a great whatever happened to but he's been active all these years he's still putting out stuff he's still killing it it's kind of unbelievable to hear so it's got taylor hawkins playing on it I, I wouldn't have thought so either. And I, <laughs> yeah. I, I said that uh, after the fact, you know, because of my job, I know that Richard Marks, I mean, I know he's, because I'm on Twitter, at yeah. the AMP podcast, and in, in, in the Twitterverse, Richard Marks is popular because he, he is. Yeah, he's just uh, very outspoken. He is outspoken. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, like yeah. His, his politics where you don't, that's kind of uh, yeah, yeah. To, to warn people if they want to be warned. Yeah. Richard Marks still at the end of the day. That's kind of the, the joke. It's like this guy who's cursing at people and this and that is the right here waiting guy. I know, seriously. <laughs> and, it really is. It's a good thing. Whenever point. you are. Oh, it's so right. good. And then listening to him, because I had to do that radio, uh, a radio tour with him two days, listening to him, like he just sounds like a cool guy. Mm. I know he was married to Daisy Fuentes. So he married. I didn't know that. I get yeah. Daisy Fuentes oh, yeah. from back in the day. That's yeah, he went to life. So it's just like he sounds cool. So I always look for what you had mentioned earlier. What I coined as six degrees of Guns N' Roses bacon, of GNR bacon. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> because I just, for a Guns N' Roses themed podcast, I get, I don't want to talk about Guns N' Roses all the time. Like, yeah, right. I, I don't want to do an hour like or two about, it's just, it's too much for me. I need to branch out to other things. How many times can I say, I like November rain? Cool, man. It's just, I, I, I want to branch out and see 
how Guns N' Roses uh, has touched other people or do they have stories and just uncover the things like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, go- <laughs> I guess simply just Google Guns N' Roses in parentheses, whatever thing I'm looking for. This time Richard Marks and saw he had. A, oh, that's awesome. He had some he had interviewed Duff and Duff and did a, a book. Uh, he held like a, a Reddit book thing Q, Q&A for Richard Marks so they had a relationship and who would think that who would think that Richard Marks no, I, I didn't know about the that. Tommy Lee thing until I interviewed him that's, that's so crazy. crazy that's so so Brand- Brando tell us so how did how did this podcast get started tell us about uh, where also where you kind of your 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 bones in radio and and then starting this podcast it just seems so what you got I don't know how old you guys are uh, <laughs> can I ask because you say you're guitar dads yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we're, so we're early yeah. early 40s Okay, yeah, so we're I'm, both uh, forty three, about to be a, a forty four. I'm getting there. Okay, so I guess thirty nine. It just <laughs> oh, so dude, I, you're on the cusp. You're on the cusp. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> happen. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to say why is it like it looks like my uh, fucking antivirus is going off. Which you send Uh-oh. me a virus. What's going on? Here? Oh no, man. I'm sorry. Okay, that's uh, we terrible. we caught the we caught the tech difficulty virus from our last interview, Blake Wyland. If, if ever anybody listens to the Tone Mob, knows that Blake had a lot of tech issues a few few months ago, <laughs> and then we interview him, and now we got all the, tech we got issues. All the issues. Oh, sorry, it's, uh, it, it's, it's no, that's all right. It's it's uh it's Guns and Roses, no like management getting it at me, knowing that uh you know I'm I'm talking about them. Right, right, right. Like, what exactly is he doing? Yep. Yeah, yeah, what is he talking about? What so, is he talking uh, about? So yeah, basically, uh, I'm. I'm gonna say I was brought up the age thing because it seems like a while ago. But yeah, I went to Hofstra University in Long Island and initially okay. wanted to be like a sports writer, a sportscaster, um, and wearing my Yankee hat. Sorry, you, you Boston guys. Yeah, Claire, we you should be it. sorry, but that's okay. So hey, you know, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Judge, man. No, I don't really that, care. that record? So <laughs> yeah, honestly, after 2004, what what can I say? There's nothing. Hey, to- you know. Yeah, yeah it's kind of over now yeah I agree. but uh i will actually get to boston in a second so um it's yeah that was that was an interesting thought to do sports but i got bit by the the music bug the radio bug uh working at hofstra university where i went by brando the commando because it was a head <laughs> show the aggressive edge which still happens like every thursday the aggressive night. edge that's cool which no i great I, name I go to it. I didn't name that. That's like a staple of Hofstra University. Yeah, uh, the Brando the Commando is kind of funny. Yeah, that's a great name. I, I was never Brandon <laughs> or Brando. I never had nicknames like that. You know, my grandma would call me Bran or Sweetie. And so some random kid in college. Just I don't know why. Brando. Yeah, well, so, Sweetie Brando. wouldn't really play well on the radio, right? I mean, that's like, right. But <laughs> I didn't work. also want to be Brandon, Jewish kid from Long Island. So I had to think of something cool. Mm. And Brando, people ended up liking it, which is. Cool. It worked out. I didn't really have to change it to something stupid like laser or roach or something like that. <laughs> uh, it's so laser, yeah. your afternoon drive DJ. People, people. <laughs> I, I am, I'm, like, I'm a bitter radio guy at this point. Again, that's why I think of the age thing. Yeah. So I, but I was bit by the radio bug at, at, at college and I wanted to start, but I know I lived on Long Island in New York and I look at things like sports where you mm, kind of yeah. have to start in the minor, minor leagues a little bit. So I moved to Cape Cod. I worked at Pixie 103. Uh, Cape Cod's rock, Pixie 103, for about two <laughs> years. That's great. Um, I thought about moving to Boston, trying to apply to AAF or something like that. I know that's not a rip AAF and a lot of the Boston stations now, but 
I, I vividly remember after the Red Sox won against the Rockies. I'm like, I can't live here. I can't do this. I love your. I love the people from Massachusetts. You're all really awesome. But you just couldn't you could, do it. You wow, couldn't like, live in Red Sox. Go so deep in sports that you just couldn't do, do it. it. That's amazing. No, no, it's. I know. It's also the winters. They are worse. and the winters too. They, they are, are worse. Are yeah. worse. They, they, they are. They are. Yeah. Uh, we'll so I mean, I worked in. After there, I was in uh, Poughkeepsie for a bit. If you know what that is. Yeah, uh, Long Island, New York City, just trying to condense that. So my career path had taken me to, to iHeartRadio. And along the way, sorry, I'm going I'm to grab my Ninja Turtle thermos. Sorry, I was losing my... Uh, no, no, please. My voice. <laughs> Ninja Turtle thermos. I Ninja, think that, yeah, that's, that's classic. I need one of those. Uh, it's a new one. It's, uh, I, that's, I'm not cool. It's not even like I, I have some things that are vintage, but this is a new one. Uh, <laughs> no, you know the vintage lunchbox. Okay, this all ties Sorry. in. The, it all ties in <laughs> together, though. So along the way, and I know off the air, you were excited to hear this story. So I worked at SiriusXM for a year. Along my my path at, during Cape Cod, I said to myself, "If I'm not full time on the air by the time I'm 28, what am I, I have to reevaluate my life?" And I was like 23 at the time. 28 and a half is when I if I uh, finally got full time uh, in radio. Okay, great. But I was along the Cape. Uh, Sirius was along that way, and I. <laughs> I'm sorry if this is such a long story. So, I ended up getting an opportunity at the Catholic Channel because of a friend I went to college with. Who I'm like, whatever. I'm Jewish-ish, with it more emphasis on the ish. I'm not really religious. Radio is radio. What do I care? You know, that's my foot in the door and everything. And so, yeah, I was there for about a year and I met some people, including my eventual co-host for this podcast. But that's where I met Taylor Hawkins thinking at one time, I would just go in there uh, doing this midday shift for the Catholic guy, guy probably, which I think is still in the <laughs> Again, this is fucking, I was bar mitzvah, man. When the Yankees won the World <laughs> Series in 1996, I was bar mitzvah. I remember and that. And you're like, what are we doing? And I'm okay. doing it. I'm doing this because I love radio and I want to make it. So I'm yeah. going and it, but that's the thing. If there's anything in life that you love that you do, you just you don't care what you're doing, where you do yeah, it. No, I, I love don't, doing it. It's certainly totally. not for the money because I, I don't have it. So <laughs> the, if you ever serious XM really is like a plague, right? It's it's cool. Um, unless it's changed since I've been there, because it's been a few years, but they're what they're called fishbowl studios where yep. you can see inside. Howard's side is completely it's Fort Knox. You can't fucking see it. There's like a giant you can't get in there. Fire. No. Uh, oh, ain't no how. It's the guy from uh, Wizard of Oz. Like, yeah, that's right. Ain't no way. No. <laughs> yeah, you can't get in there, but it's all fishbowl shit because they're always filming things and everything. So once I'm going to the bathroom, I see the Foo Fighters being interviewed in one of these fishbowls. Fucking God damn it. No, I'm sorry if I'm cursing. I'm also <laughs> that's, all good. that's all good. That's all right, man. I'm like, when is my opportunity to get to come? Like, I can interview the Foo Fighters. Uh, things just, I don't know. I, I can do it. Yeah. So I'm in the bathroom. So number one, like you need to know this. So I'm washing my hands. <laughs> no, we love details. No, no, we well, want to know. Have, I have to say this because I see out of the stall because I was coming from the urinal. Taylor Hawkins in my purview, my peer view, whatever peripheral, one of the P's, <laughs> and I just slowly start washing my hands. Okay, just slower. And at this time, which I don't think you guys know either, this is all the longest story. Uh, I have physical handicap. So I walk with, I have a nerve condition, so I walk with oh. a cane, have leg braces. Actually, at this time at SiriusXM, I had just started walking with the cane. Oh, okay. So I think Taylor's a nice guy anyway, but he specifically 
stop to let me go because, of course, who's not going to let the guy with the cane go first? And I said, no, you're Taylor Hawkins. You go first. I happened to be wearing, if you remember the Times Like These video, uh, yep. video yep. I bought a different color of the shirt Dave Bro was wearing, the sounds, uh, that sweet yep. top. Man. Oh, you had that shirt. Okay, wow. You had the exact wearing... shirt. Oh, it was a different color though. Yeah, it's his, crazy. The, the video. I'm a nerd. The video was red. Mine is blue. Okay, all right. Yes. So I wasn't too much of a wannabe, I yeah. guess. So Taylor starts to. Oh, you're wearing Dave's shirt in the, in the video. You get to go first. Oh, you're Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. You get to go first. Oh no, that's okay. So I just let him go. Uh, uh, he let me. I decided to go uh, because if I'm whatever. What was it? Like a Laurel and Hardy skit or something. So. Yeah, just like out there, it's like, do you really like um, Dave likes the sounds? I'm like, I don't know. Like, they're not maybe too poppy for me. And I was like, yeah, I like them. I'm not a poser. Yeah, <laughs> they look at me like that's obviously not what he meant. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. I think we're bar- I think we're burying the lead here. Taylor Hawkins had the nerve to drop a deuce at Sirius XM. <laughs> yeah, I, unless he I mean, wanted, with- unless he wanted to get <laughs> what people do, unless he just wanted to be in a stall. I knew Dave Dave was going to pick on to pick up on that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So you're, yeah, either he took a shit or he just wanted the privacy. (laughs) Hey, there you go. Either one, either one. But so, so, so this, so this exchange happens. Yeah. So good. No, 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 no. I just want to know what, 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 what else happened? So you comments on the shirt and you're like, yeah, I'm not a poser. Yeah. Yeah, And then we just start talking about, I'm like, yeah, no, I actually kind of like them. And like, I couldn't really keep him for, for too long because it actually, you know, you're actually advised, ad advised against that um, talking to the talent when they're there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I can, I can see that. It's like you guys are professionals. It's not like a fan thing. Yeah, you yeah. have to. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, everyone has every person there has their own decorum, and uh, but since everything is on one floor, because I'm serious. I mean, if you see, I take pictures of people. I can't help it. But you ask for permission, and they're all basically at iHeart. They have different rooms and studios and stuff, but I think it's just to prevent, like, a, you know, develop a certain culture and just make sure, you know, you yeah. behave yourself kind of thing. So I didn't yeah. keep it too long. I really don't remember the rest other than just, I, I, why would I say that? What an asshole. You know, I would say that then, like, he, you know, just say, like, oh, yeah, I like them. Thanks, Taylor. You know, I would, <laughs> so I suck. So, I mean, I'm kind of also bringing that up too because uh, one of the people that I had met at Sirius was when I had left uh, and then, Long story short, uh, that he, my cat, did you just hear him, by the way? No. Oh, I, I, we I can just hear heard, the cat. I yeah, just heard him. You. Blackie Clawless. Is that, that's not Cat Stevens, right? Oh, get out of here. No, I'm not. <laughs> hey, you know, this is just a, it's a music podcast. Right? He's never really actually yelled at me. He's usually climbing up here. Wow. No. Oh. He's so cute, though. I love him. Uh, one of the, my friend. Cats Ian, in the cradle. Yeah. I had a, uh, my friend Ian, who I met at Sirius. Who went to go see Guns N' Roses at Roseland Ballroom? Oh, he, he said he texted me one day, and I'm bored, kind of at, at, at iHeart. I didn't have a lot to do. He's like, we should do a Guns N' Roses podcast, and he had been working on a special operations podcast with uh, a former Navy SEAL sniper. So he had oh wow he had experience. And my first reaction was, "This is stupid. Why would I want to do this?" <laughs> Again, yeah, be, yeah, because in in 2016, I I want to say the whole podcasting really started to take off around then. Yeah, it did. You know, yeah. like I think if you were in around that 2015 to 16 time frame, you were kind of on the on the bleeding edge of it to some extent. But anyway, yeah, there, yeah, there were yeah. people in it. it. Certainly was not the beginning of it. Uh, yeah, no, it was the, certainly. Yeah. And I because I remember 
if you look into, because uh, you could find my podcast on iHeart. This was before iHeart went all the way in. Like all the oh. commercials or everything or podcasts, 100% before they started doing that. So, okay. yeah, it was just really interesting. It wasn't like a strategic, I'm brilliant. I knew the head of the curve kind of thing. Yeah, but it you just were. It kind of happened. So yeah, that's but cool. you were. And that's yeah. the thing. And you picked like something that I, well, it's not really niche because it's a massive band. But yeah. still, like, it's somewhat niche, right? I mean, you yeah, know. it is. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I mean, who's going to want to listen to, you know, some. But like you said, dude, you guys want to talk about Guns N' Roses. All the time. <laughs> yeah. That's when he's I like. I think a uh, lot of people would like. I mean, that's the thing. I think I, I'm I think surprised that, I now. Think, but it was pretty yeah. cool, and and you and you also took a risk because who the hell knew what the hell was going to happen with Guns N' Roses with the with the Not in the Lifetime tour? Right, we, we thought it was going to explode in like a three three shows, right? right. Be, like <laughs> we, we done. Did we thought they were going to yeah. like you know fight over money, and then it was going to be over. And there you go. And 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 you know to to their you know to their credit, they've just continued it, which has been amazing. And you know, I feel, so. I want to. I want to ask you though. That's like, how you, it started, by the way. So that's know, how it your, started. Your original question. That was the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was how did you decide to get into this? But it makes perfect sense that you were just like, you know what? I'm a GNR fan. So have you always been a GNR fan? Like, as I know, I know we talked about how old you are. So they were obviously. So you're not that much younger than us, but you're a little bit younger than us. And but but we were all kids when GNR came out. I sure. I love to tell the story. I remember being like eight years old, and and turn on MTV. And seeing like, like, you know, you are, you in the jungle. And I was like, ah, like turned it off and ran away. What the hell is, what the hell is this? I remember the four, I, I think it was a fourth grade, it must've been fourth grade talent show. And I remember like, you know, ba- people were doing like lip syncing, like pretty much everybody was doing some kind of like artist, like lip syncing and, you know, Whitney Houston and you name it. And, gun- and you know, that, at that point, appetite was huge. And and there was a there was a group of kids doing you know welcome to the jungle and I just I, I that's when Guns N' Roses really hit for me I you know I'll never forget I it, didn't so. I didn't really get into it till high school when I really when when I got into classic rock big time like Zeppelin and Hendrix and that stuff and then um, I was like oh yeah like GNR is I remember them they were really cool and then like I really got into it after that but what what was your, what's your story That's the interesting part I think I believe of my podcast. Uh, because yeah, it's not just Guns N' Roses, and that is a niche thing. Right. Uh, the interviews that it's could be niche depending upon who you, you like, who it is. But, yeah. but you've had some it, big names on this show. Yeah, I'm, I'm it's lucky. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, I it's am pretty cool. <laughs> lucky in that regard. But I think it's the perfect band that no matter what age you are, you have an association with them when you got into them. So yeah, I'm a little long, younger, and I was thinking about it today because. Uh, as I think it's why you initially reached out was the box set uh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Yes, yeah. A you could be mine video for uh, 1991, the Ritz. Yeah, and I see that video. I'm like, man, I wish I wasn't eight in yeah. 1991. Yeah, I was 100% listening to the Muppet Babies. Yeah, yeah, totally. I was right. Like, yeah. yeah, that's like, <laughs> I was, I, like I said, I was afraid of it. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, yeah I wasn't. I was into Michael Jackson then. Yeah, me too. I, I love my rock and roll then. Yeah. So. Uh, thriller, maybe I heard right? Slash before, you know, Dirty Diana before I heard, uh, you know, Guns N' Roses. But still, you know, even aside from that, though, I spent a lot of time in the car with my dad, who always had a classic rock station on, uh, usually Q1043, which I'm thankfully at now. One of the many lives I live, I'm filling uh, morning producer and, and board up there. 
Oh, but cool. I grew up on classic rock radio, which helped develop my love of radio. And I, I remember my high school. So I don't know, I guess, uh, 97, 98, uh, around there. So I'm, what, what am I, uh, 14, 15 around there. I guess I remember yeah. think, before I had a car saying to one of my friends, I'm like, I like guns and roses. And I had just gotten like an, an, uh, my own CD player, portable CD player. I'm like, what, what album should I get? I knew they had appetite and you're lose one and two and i knew the spaghetti incident was all covered so i knew about them yeah they knew all the deep dive and everything name the songs that you like and of course most of them were off appetite yeah appetite. that's when yeah. i got appetite. Yeah. like i gotta get the rest i gotta get the rest so that's when i i loved it right away and i was always a fan whenever if you remember the days of when you made a cd mix drone oh, I love those oh yeah Drone labels yep. Always put night train. Dave, Dave was roommates with Napster. Okay, at, at, at Northeastern. Well, yeah. I not with him, but yeah, yeah. But, didn't he okay. like live down the hall from you? He lived down the hall. Yeah, no, yeah. he lived in a, a couple dorms over. Okay, but anyway, he lived yeah. in a different dorm, but he was there. He was. Oh, there. he was there. <laughs> he was there. Oh, he, he was there. It went from Dave being Dave's roommate to uh, <laughs> live in a couple dorms. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, those days were great. Yeah, yeah. But, so, uh, yeah. Um, it, it was great. I, I, I had cassette tapes, but I, I don't know if I ever made a mixtape because my first cassette tape was uh, was Green Day's Dookie. That was my first yes. favorite band. So I had my era of bands. I liked Aerosmith growing up. My, uh, I had the, the Pump album on cassette. So oh, yeah. I was into rock and roll right away. Okay. And I loved Guns N' Roses right away. But I remember in college, I started dating this girl that really loved Guns N' Roses. And we sat down to watch Welcome to the Videos. And it was like my first time seeing the Garden of Eden, Eden video, which uh, Garden of Eden video. If you've never seen it, it's a fishbowl lens, which is oh, just so, yeah, it's a, well, you know, yeah, weird. It's, it's weird. Very yeah, weird. It's video. cool, though. It's yeah. cool. I, I yeah. love it. It's from the same guy who did November Rain and Strange and everything. So it's, yeah. like, oh, it's the same guy, the same director. Yeah. It was just, just oh, okay. fucking, he might have been an editor on Garden of Eden, but he worked on it and everything. But still, it's the same mind. It's kind of, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, watching Welcome to the Videos, and we were dating when they came, Axel came back. We were watching the VMAs, 2002 VMAs. And that's, you know, when I get obsessed with going on to my, uh, to the forums and yeah, the, the leaks that were coming out. So this was all before doing a Guns N' Roses podcast. So yeah, I think that's what I was, I was doing some character building of, yeah, I'm in radio. But also, I'm a real Guns N' Roses nerd, so it's kind of been a, an interesting marriage. That's Thank great. Me, uh, that's a great. People, that's cool. Enough people like it for me to keep doing it. So yeah, that's, awesome, no, that's great. So no, yeah. so Brando, the, this box set is is so is are they are, are they going to release this in in different variations, or is it going to be the all in one? Like you either get it or you don't, and it's five hundred bucks. Or are you going to be able to get different kind of iterations of it? I thought it was like a fifteen hundred dollar version of it, Dave. No, not at this one. <laughs> All right, Brando, tell us. <laughs> no, I, I know there's different iterations. I mean, yeah, you can look. Uh, but now there's ones you can get. I think that's the highest is like five hundred bucks. Yeah, that's like the whole thing. Oh, okay. Without, All right. All right. without the vinyl, without the CDs. Somebody asked me though, what version am I going to get? I'm going to get the free version that comes with Spotify. Like, that's just, you know, I was going to ask you if you knew. Is it just going to be like, I, I remember like I was really excited about the, the, the appetite set and I didn't go get the whole set. Cause I was like, it's 500 bucks. Like this is a little ridiculous, but I bought the CD 
Cause at the time I think I still had a CD player in my car and I was like, and then I, and then I saw like, I don't know, a couple of days later, maybe it was longer. Then it was like a couple of moves, like, like, I don't know, a couple of weeks later, it was just on Spotify. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> so, I know. So I, I, there's a lot of ways to look at it because the material, what they're putting out is really cool. It is. Yeah. yeah. There's no, a lot of live it, stuff and uh, stuff Rose. they've never put out before. Well, there's a lot of stuff they haven't put out before. Yeah, I think that's kind of it's that's so funny. You, you said something interesting before, and I'll just kind of maybe preface it everything with that. When Matt, I believe you said that you listened to an episode that I did with a couple of uh, Latin American fans. Yeah, which is a great episode. You, everybody just, should go and listen to it. Yeah, you would. Thank you. Well, we just do it like a crazy deep dive and like serious Guns N' Roses nerd stuff. So yeah, that's a serious Guns N' Roses nerd stuff that they have so much they can do that they didn't do. However. I think the casual fan, what else do you need? You have these remasters. Yeah. You have the 1991 uh, band, different, I think one's in, I know one's at the Ritz in New York. I forget where the other one is, maybe Vegas or I don't know if it's Paris or whatever. But the it, the first thing that came out on Spotify, the video, sound great. Yeah. I am really interested to hear the recording of november rain with a 2022 orchestral upgrade oh so that's very cool not a re-recording of number november rain but just that recording with an orchestra with an orchestra that is very cool i didn't realize so the original recording with just they're just going to toss there's just an, an orchestra yeah. playing over i don't with think it. it's going to be i think just what the recording oh what ended up on user illusion one yeah yeah that's what it's going to end up being because I believe in the appetite box that that's when you, we got the 10 minute piano version of oh, it. Okay. All right. Yes. So, okay. Now it's the one that started out as a thousand bucks. So that being said, you're kind of, he's still meowing. He's such <laughs> a hungry guy. So it's, you know, well, a lot of fans are put off by how expensive that is. I mean, maybe it's, it's the market supply and demand. It's, it is yeah. It is. You know, it, it is what it is because like GNR fans all over the world are gonna like eat that up. I think you but know there'll be plenty of people that'll buy that. Down right? though. And, and yeah. that's the interesting thing. So here they started with half of it. Now the box kind of looks kind of cool. Kind of looks like the cover with aluminum siding a little bit. Maybe yeah. one way it's one color, you shift the other way, it's another color. Yeah, one looks like user illusion one, the other one's yeah. user illusion two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's nothing like if if you could see behind me, even if you see uh or if you can see in front of me, but even if you can see behind me, I have a lot of tchotchke stuff. My wife and I have. Yeah, we don't need any more of that. So, like, what am I gonna? What am I personally gonna do with a physical Rose thing? A collector, go for it. Yeah, but I'm just being my myself, uh, as opposed to the actual appetite box set. If that was, even though that's a uh, also space, maybe I don't have. There are a lot of little drawers. It just seemed like like a little playground, a little. It seemed very it. cool. I agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's it's still cool. But there are no demos. There are no unreleased songs. Yeah, I was There's gonna say no why, so, why none of that stuff? Because we got some of that stuff on Appetite. Yeah, I feel like it's weird because like Matt and I have talked about this a number of times on the pod. Like he, uh, it's taken me a long time. Like I, I've, I'm very outspoken about. It. I'm a, more of a physical music kind of guy. I'd rather listen to a CD. I do. Sure. I do think there's a difference in the you know listening to the compression. Dave of a, has a of Dave a has a fifty thousand dollar hi fi. Yeah, right. Yeah, I wish where, where he can. But I do hear I, the difference with CDs and digital. But I do stream. I do stream. <laughs> I do pretty much stream everything. No, now. he doesn't. Um, but it's. 
I feel like, you know, gone are the days, except for vinyl. There's a lot of vinyl, you know, vinyl's making a huge comeback, but, but, but gone are the days of like that desire for that physical music, going to the music store, getting something like an actual oh. thing you can touch and feel. And I feel like some of these box sets really miss the mark sometimes. Like you just said, with the appetite box set versus this, it's like, yeah, do I want to drop 500 bucks? What am I really getting from it that I couldn't eventually just wait and hear on, you know, Spotify yeah. or Apple or whatever? Yeah. So, yeah, if you're a collector, if you have the means, uh, I am not Howard Stern, so I don't have uh, the means to always do kind of, th- I spend my money on Guns N' Roses shows. I'd rather do that, which you can spend a lot on. Oh, yeah, <laughs> which I do. And I, and I yeah. buy merch, you know, yeah, how, you many, shows, merch? how yeah. many shows have you been to? Is seven. Maybe eight. Okay. I, I mean, I've seven gone, on the Not in the Lifetime tour. Have you been seeing them since then? No, my first opportunity to see Guns N' Roses, and I guess you can, if you want to air quote it, you can, was 2002 <laughs> with Buckethead. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah you yeah, actually Buckethead saw era. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That All was right. the show before they canceled that whole tour. I feel like those were the hardest core fans because I can tell you right yes. now, like Dave and I wanted nothing to do with that whole era. <laughs> oh, yeah okay so there's a lot of people like that and yeah 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 and it's I not race you it's fine it's, yeah yeah i know no. i know that's you're probably like oh you guys aren't guns and roses fans but i was just like eh. i did listen to um the album right that did he put out i mean that was it was interesting i'll tell you what because buckethead was mainly on the album right yeah it was Chinese uh, democracy yeah Chinese it was, it was yeah. buckethead the, the uh, album Robert. took like 25 years to come out yeah wow i mean now it's an exaggeration, but I fifteen doesn't make it sound any better. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, no. Yeah, you know what I meant. Yeah, there was yeah, some great it. stuff on that out. Like I think, like from, oh no, from there, a was. Guitar there perspective, was. Perspective, there was some incredible stuff on that. Yeah, album. it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, even yeah. for a uh, crazy GNR fan like that I am, I, I remember listening to it in my CD player on my bed. I hadn't listened to it three times in a row, not because I just fell in love right away. It was because I needed to digest what I just heard. I remember hearing songs being like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. End up liking it because it was just, there's so much uh, surrounding it, too many variables about how long it took and it's not slash and who's really on it. And it was the the lack of press. It was just so much, but it's made me such a huge fan of Buckethead. And there are a a lot of great tracks on there. And really appreciate Robin Fink, who I hope to interview one day. Oh, Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, who knows? Buckethead doesn't talk. But <laughs> he doesn't talk at all. Uh, he did an er- interview with his therapist a few years ago. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's he's, he's really I, good. Yeah, he's great. But yeah, okay, so, very boring. But, I, but point oh. being, I respect that. And I've seen uh, 2006, 2008. It's the first time I got to see it, not in this lifetime. Uh, I saw them three times last year, which never happens. It's just one of those things like it's a uh, lockdown. Let's just go places. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Have, no, uh, that's great. And Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Vaccination Mask. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> appetite so, for yeah, Vaccination. Would, yeah, so I would wear that place. What, what was your favorite show that you've seen? Um, Guns N' Roses? Or yeah. No, Avengers? Guns N' Roses, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't count as Guns N' Roses because I would say Axl Rose with ACDC. But really? Oh, you, you, oh, you, you got to see that. You really, you, you'd put that above the Guns shows you've seen? I think main... <laughs> tied with if anything mainly because i i, I happen to get close i'm that's usually awesome. not close okay so yeah, you're yeah, right yeah, up front yeah, yeah. Loses a but that see that makes a difference though brando i think i you know when you like we matt and i have been to you know so many shows and we we are huge 
fans of live music and i feel like that's the, the best way to consume music but it there is something to be said about you do feel like you're getting you almost you almost feel like the show regardless of how good or bad it is it's always going to be good if you're that if you're close that's right, because that's right. you're you're like part of the show you know yeah yeah no I, and I, even I, if the I, show I is terrible and you're but you're even if the show is great and but you're sitting really far away the show is terrible you know? So, Brando, we're we're, com we're coming up on time, but we got to get to this though. So, sure. Dave and I on this podcast, and I know you guys got into this with your your last podcast episode with the guys from South America, how you guys really embrace the new songs. I'm talking about hard school and absurd. Dave and I have Dave and I have had a episodes of this podcast where we bash those songs, and we've almost gone as far to say, well, we have gone this far where we've said because we love Slash, especially as guitar players. And I feel like we've followed Slash a little more closely in the non-GNR era because we love his stuff with Miles. I know you had Miles on, which is I'd love to hear your thoughts on Miles because I sure. He's, yeah, he's sorry he's, if I've gone on tangents. Yeah, I know you. No, 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 he, no. We love it. The, we love it. He's man. probably the one of the greatest rock singers alive, if not the best alive right now. Um, and um, and so so you know what what's going on with the new stuff and and are we gonna get more original music, new stuff from GNR. What what what's going on with this? What's been interesting? <laughs> uh, you know, Slash says, uh, and as I'm showing my hockey teeth right now, waiting. <laughs> waiting to get it's all it good. You're, you're 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 a hockey player. I like it. Yeah, I know. Uh, this guy won't leave me alone. No, uh, no, we we like that too. Nah, that's cool. I love him. It's, it's, it's all good. So yeah, it's it's interesting because Slash has. You don't really want to believe what anyone says unless it comes from Axel, Uncle, Uncle Axel. But Uncle Slash, Axel. <laughs> you have to take some stock into what Slash says. So Slash said there would be releases and reworked stuff. I've had Susan Holmes McKagan on, uh, Duff's wife. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah, that's great. It was a viral story when she just, I didn't even ask about it. She's like, I've heard new Guns N' Roses music. I've heard the bits and boob bobs or whatever she phrased it. And it sounds really, uh, really killer. But we GNR fans know what has not been released, and there are songs okay. that have been uh, you can call it leak gate, yes. whatever it is. There are unreleased Chinese democracy songs. So even though you don't like the album, there's more of it. So, so is this what you guys were talking about? Because you guys said something very interesting on on your last podcast, where you said you can search this stuff on Spotify. And gun, you search like the song. This I'm, I take it it's the songs you're talking about that are unreleased, but they were leaked. Thumbs up. So yeah, just look for an example. So there was a yeah, song, an and, and it was released. Uh, the the two songs that were released started out as other names, I believe. Yeah. Uh, well, I know the first one started out as a song called Silkworms. Okay. I, I did not like it. It was just really weird for me. I only, I think I only heard the studio or a leaked version of it once. I heard a live yeah. version they did in Rio once. Wasn't a fan. Wasn't a Chinese democracy, just forgot about it. And whatever reason, they re reworked it to absurd. And, uh, you know, whatever. If I, if I like it, I know it's absurd. Uh, yeah, absurd. We're, I'm, I mean, look, I love, I love, I love a lot of what GNR does. I love what Slash is doing. I think I like Slash's guitar work on hard school a little bit better than absurd, but still, it, you know. So I yeah. guess what it, it comes down to. So if it may start as the joke for a while was my, Use your illusion, my world. It's so different. It's so the last song on the uh the album's like, what what the fuck is this when you're listening <laughs> to everything? Be a precursor because Axel wanted to do this. I've interviewed some people from Chinese Democracy that he really liked what Nine Inch Nails was doing and and and, and 
people were taken from him in the band to go form a perfect circle. So he liked the way that was going. So experiment, mm. which is very different than, of course, the appetite for destruction, Guns N' Roses. But he had moved on. You could tell from User Illusion. He had oh, moved totally. on yeah. already. Yeah, he totally. I never really thought tour. about it that way, Brandon. He did. With he that totally, song. That's a totally really did. good point because that yeah. song is like, and you listen to you know you listen to some of this a couple of these new songs and it's like yeah you can you can totally hear like it's that. a speculation I don't know if he's actually said that because he doesn't say too much especially about the newer songs some things he says on stage like about hard school he's like here's a new song that I wrote twenty years ago right which I believe yeah, was yeah, under the yeah, working yeah. title of Jackie Chan and again sometimes these things have working titles that get leaked for whatever reason people talk to them. In forums, yeah. it was there was a, a song like "What is the What is the, the general mean?" There's a new song. There's a song called "The General." I've heard a minute of it, and I interviewed Brain, <laughs> one of the guitarists during the Chinese era, and said, "I was eating General So's chicken, and we were trying to think of a name." And that's how <laughs> it came out. Placeholder, you know. <laughs> that's or, awesome. Or I interviewed. Why is a song uh, called "Low Main"? <laughs> right, right. Or I interview. Sometimes it's interesting. I interviewed Josh Freeze, who just did a, a phenomenal job at the Taylor Hawkins tribute, playing a lot of uh, the drums back there. He said the working title of Chinese Democracy, the song, was smells like uh, was smells like Josh Freeze or smells like Nirvana or something like that. It was smells like oh Nirvana okay oh interesting because it okay. was very Nirvana y and it was just like a placeholder. So these really interesting sounds. So yeah, so right oh. now one of these leaked songs, and that's a whole other story, man. It's a whole other podcast. <laughs> so a leaked name would be State of Grace. So I right now I type in State of Grace. It's yeah. not a Guns N' Roses song that fans would know. Yeah, there's a leaked yeah. version of it. I type it in and I look at my list of artists, and Guns N' Roses comes up. Wow! So, but, but there's nothing no, else. There's no song, obviously. No oh, song. Wow! But it's like, why does Guns? Are there this enough? Is such a mystery. Guns N' Roses fans that know State of Grace that would type that in to affect the algorithm. So it's just really interesting. So with that being said, the fact that they did release these songs that you guys hate so much, and then believe me, they had to have known people <laughs> would hate hard school. <laughs> the first song. With Slash and Axel in years is all about, you know, I, I can't even say it, even if I could say it on your podcast, Peaceful Maggots. It's yeah. so, such a crude song. It is. So different. And that's their first song back. They know that. So you're saying that was written, that, that, did you, am I taking this the wrong way? That was not, that was written 20 years plus ago? So parts of it were, it was when it was called Silkworms, and then it was okay. redone. I don't know how it was redone, and some lyrics changed, some progressions change whatever but it's basically the song of oh. Silk. okay that's interesting because matt and i matt and I, matt and I are totally wrong though because we we talked about this uh, whenever it came out um and we said is there our our contention was at the time is slash saving his best stuff for a solo project his best riffs his best his riffs his best for, yeah, for, for a solo for Slash and the Conspirators of Miles. That that, yeah, that, so, that, that was but, our theory. <laughs> that was our theory. So hearing this completely blows that theory yeah, out exactly. of the water. Yeah, it was basically yeah. a written song that Slash was like, hey, what, what, okay, what, final play. Slash yeah. still had to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. He, he did whatever the solos were on before. Like, again, but I, he didn't, didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, no, no. He, he is writing. What you hear on Absurd and Hard School is Axel Slash stuff. Okay. It was just a previous version of it with previous players. But the bones and of it are not really truly it, slash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like that's the thing that's been confirmed. It would bother me that they have yet to be in a room together to write a new song. See, that's so that's a great ah. tidbit of information. Yes. 
because we were assuming they wrote, they got in a room together and wrote these songs. So, okay, that, okay, good. So maybe they will at some point. What, 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 what have you ascertained from your interviews on that front? I just think they're going to release more of this, whatever you want to call them, Chinese leftovers, whatever. Oh, I, I okay. am happy. Chinese I, I don't care when they were written. <laughs> I, uh, I don't care when they were written because I like the Chinese democracy stuff. I like what Slash and, and Duff have done to hard school and absurd to make them this way. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited to hear. And I also would like to hear them be in a room together, but I just don't see that part of it happening. The, the album's going to be released. The box set for that's going to be like one of those Chinese takeout containers. <laughs> I and know. Gonna... Think about it, though. That's right. Do the same thing with the spaghetti in a paper bag whole, with uh, handles. The Chef Boyardee thing. Be you're good. right. No, you're right. The Chef Boyardee thing. This goes to the Chinese democracy, to Chinese takeout. I, I love problem. it. That's the problem, guys. Well, I, was, I, I have ideas. Like for hard school, they should have came out with like rulers. And Trapper Keepers. Yeah, right. oh, Trapper Keepers. Yes. Email with all this user illusion merch that's coming out. And it, some of it's cool. Some of it's like, it's just really expensive. Like, I love this band. Obviously, you know, I'm talking about them all the time. And people, I, I get the like, interview Miles. Very happy. Hopefully, he'll come back on again. Oh, that's great. That's I heard great. he he said to our, uh, our contact, that was awesome after our interview. Oh, that's people, awesome, man. That's, that's great. great. So, Brando. People, Okay, buddy. We're huge fans of Miles. We're huge fans <laughs> we of love Miles Bridge. so much. We're huge fans of Slash, uh, Miles, uh, Slash and Miles of the Conspirators, you know. Um, and, and we love Miles' solo stuff, too. So, so, Bri- so Brenda, one of the last things we like to ask our guests, because one of the themes of this podcast is keep rock alive. We know rock is alive and well, of course, but, but we like to talk about rock. So we like to talk about other bands that maybe people don't know as well. And we like to talk them up on the podcast. We've had some of them on the podcast. Is there a band that you would consider like an up and coming band that you'd like to shout out? Because I know you're a massive music fan. You're not just all GNR. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm such an old school guy now at this point. You know, with like the classic rock and yeah, stuff and eighties. I feel like I so again the age thing. Like, today's music, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that that, and so that's one of the themes of this podcast is like, well, if you dig a little deeper, you can find some amazing bands. Well, out there I, I'll around. say this because yeah. what I, oh, it's been cool. One of the cool things on my podcast I've been able to do. Yeah, I've mentioned that six degrees of uh, of GNR Bacon. I mentioned. I also do yeah. sometimes a segment called Appetite for Discovery. Oh, cool. Where it may not have a band that has a direct tie to Guns N' Roses, but maybe they were influenced by or they like them. So I've had a lot of really cool bands on the podcast that you may not know. Yeah, uh, One that recently comes to mind uh, called Them Guns that Doug Goldstein, a former GNR manager, brought to me. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, fronted, okay. By, Them guns. fronted by the son of Priscilla Presley. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, so wow. It's, it's been, yeah, that's been cool. So it's, that's a great shout. That's a great shout. Them okay. guns. Okay. Great. Great. Yeah, awesome. So that, that, that's, that's, uh, that's what I'll, I'll say. That's when I have an opportunity because, yeah, there are bands. You're right. It's defined. That's something I like to do because you're right. I don't want to talk about, I want to talk about Guns N' Roses for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I want to talk about other music too. Yeah. No, yeah, but, but that's fun that's though. Great. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. Is I mean, that, like, can you describe them guns? Are they like, is it a, is it Guns N' Roses style music or what, what kind of stuff are they doing? Uh, maybe more synthy. Maybe oh, like okay. maybe like the the how did I describe them? It was like the Cure meets 
typo negative, something like oh, that. Okay. All right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Great. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, Brenda, we re- really appreciate your coming on here. Do you want to shout out the podcasts, the socials, the things that are going on? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash the AFD show, uh, Twitter at the AFD podcast, Instagram on there. I don't think I'm going to do a TikTok. I th- <laughs> it's, it's just too much. It's too much. And Good. Stay away from TikTok. On YouTube. Uh, yeah. I'm always yeah, putting YouTube, up. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you guys do this too, but I really have gotten into the habit of like putting up highlights. Yes. So that's, that's been really, really fun. People like will, will rediscover interviews and episodes. Uh, oh, that's that. awesome. That's great. Awesome. Great. And you're writing a book. Is this true? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm helping uh, Doug Goldstein write his autobiography and it's, uh, oh, okay. It's, that's it's, what it's it tough. is. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's tough, but you know, it's, uh, it's, when an might it be, when, when might we expect that? And just like how I ep- uh, end every episode with those famous words that Axel once said about Chinese democracy, I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it <laughs> soon, <laughs> <laughs> whenever that is. Yeah, that's well, awesome. So go. Doug Goldstein, for those of you that don't know, he's ex-manager. He's, he, he doesn't, he's not their manager anymore, right? He no, was, no. He, he was, was their manager, manager. Yep. for 17 years. Uh, basically, he started as their tour manager, uh, mid-appetite. Early in the Appetite era, then became co-manager with Alan Niven, who signed when he was the manager when they signed with Geffen. Oh, and great. then he would get Alan got fired. Then Doug basically took over for the Usual Illusion tour. Uh, and since then, and almost up until Chinese Democracy came out, but basically he was with Axel for 17 years. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Wow, this will be an interesting read. I can't wait. Well, that's pretty yeah, cool. Man. That yeah, you're man, working hard on it. I'm, I'm burnt out from it's just it's as a radio guy and writing and as critical as I am. Man, you're a busy myself. guy. You you got a lot of you got a lot you of a lot going right on, now. man. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm doing my best. I'm really doing my best. <laughs> well, thanks for taking that for food. He's hungry. Well, yeah, thanks well, for taking the time they, out of. Yeah, your we really appreciate schedule. it. We had a lot of fun tonight. So yeah, yeah likewise. Um, yeah, man. Great. Yeah. So uh, to our listeners out there, go check out the Appetite for Distortion podcast. I'm sure you're going to love uh, what Brando's putting out there. Um, and to our listeners, again, th- thank you uh, for checking us out each and every week. Find us on uh, Instagram at Guitar Dads Podcast. Come check out our Facebook group at Guitar Dads Podcast there. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we would appreciate if you could leave a review at the, if you like this episode and other episodes, that really helps us out. And tell your friends. Tell your friends, click follow, <laughs> all that stuff. You know how it, how, to, how it works. And um, yeah, so I think that was this week's Guitar Dads podcast. That's it. Keep rock alive. Catch you on.